Put it working, here's the proof. What you want? I'm making moves, punching it. I'm on it too. I'm in the gym, I'm in the stew. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily, level up. Cause that's what brothers do. Clock in. Alright. Yes, sir, we back, man. Taking off as usual. Yes, sir. Episode 39. 39. Clocking the podcast. Best local pod in the game. Regional pod. Regional, state, local. <laughs> Jurisdictional. Is that a word? We're going we gonna, <laughs> to find out later, okay? It's a word today. Yeah, I respect it, man. But uh, Good to nah, be back, man. Yeah, it feels, feels great. Back. Took Easter off, you know. Felt like it was appropriate. Um, y'all know we're yeah. believers in Christ, so um, wanted to, to have that day to celebrate with our family, friends, loved ones. Um, but yeah, man, it's nothing like being being in the studio with with you. You know, yes, uh, we got the team here. We got Neek in the building. Yeah. We got Katie in the building. KCQ. Got Andrew in the building. We gotta come up with a nickname for Andrew. Yeah, yeah. He he can't just be the the best dapper. You can't just call him the best yeah. dapper in the game. We yeah, gotta, that boy fade clean too. Yeah, yeah yes sir, fade. yes sir. Yeah. No doubt. Man. Uh, we missing one one in, very important member, man. Russell Russell's out on vacation, man. So shout we out to Russell. On and, and, and hustle. We don't got the drops today. So yeah, yeah. He got the drops. I'm substituting. With him. But uh, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. You know, listening, clocking in all over the world, you know, whether you tapped in once, twice, or you're an avid listener, it's much appreciated, man. So Always, um, always, man. That's a good segue, because here's where I want to start. Please subscribe. Wait, hold up. Shout out to OTA, man. Shout out to OTA, Overtime Athletics. You had that in there? Yeah, at the we end. We never, we never, we never shout them I, out. I was gonna do it at the end, but okay. it, it is more appropriate to do that. Yeah, we got, we got to shout out yeah, our, our, our sponsors. Um, shout out to Overtime Athletics. Yes, sir. Um, we got any other sponsors? Uh, nah, man. Dang, we got get some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh Say, man, the goods. Yeah, shout out to the goods. Shout out to the goods, man. If if you're looking for some uh, some promo, man, tap into us. You know we'll we'll model your uh, your gear. Um, you know we will drink your little. Nah, I'm not gonna drink no fit teas. None of that. That stuff is uh. Yeah, it's not where it's yeah. at. More to come though. More to come <laughs> next season. But but yeah, subscribe. Um, you know we have a program through Anchor. Where um, you can donate like a dollar, five bucks, ten bucks a month. That's it, man. That, that's it. Man, that's that's some fries, man. That, that's 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 a Starbucks drink, man. Less, it's just, way less than a Starbucks drink. Starbucks like six bucks for a cup of coffee. Well, I mean, it depends. If you if you throw, you know the five bucks, ten bucks, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, man, hit that. Hit the link. It's in there, uh, every episode. Leave reviews. Yes. Those are super important. Yes. Um, please tap into the YouTube. Like, please. I'm telling you. Different experience. 
Nico puts in serious work for that. Um, so yeah, man, tap into that YouTube. Shout out to Nip too. I don't think we gave Nip a shout out. Nah, he's, we didn't. He's in the background making some noise. Um, but yeah, man, ready to get we into here. it. We here, man. Um, we haven't talked about this um, just because I think the week that was it the week that we won. The week that we won, did we have a guest? I don't remember, but um, Lifetime. No, it was, yeah, it was just Easter when we were supposed to talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I like that. But uh, shout out to our team, Cold World. Yes, sir. If we had the drops, we'd have the round of applause going. Um, I'll just name everybody. Um, obviously, myself, Austin Hamilton, Brandon Allen, Daniel Jackson, Babu Ghanem. Uh, Elijah Willis, Jerry uh, Gutierrez, um, and Gino. I forgot Gino's Watson, name. I believe. Gino Watson, yeah. Randy Watson. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, went, went undefeated. Um, and back to back champs, man. Two times. Two time champs. Going for three. And in the last league, we played in Austin and I back in um, fall, winter. Also went undefeated, won the championship. So. We're twenty one and zero, man. The last, <laughs> like, let's see, since November. Yeah. Last six cool, months. Man. It's cool. Um, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a hard game. I can't even lie. I thought we were gonna pull away, but you know they kept fighting back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to to Ice. Yep. Um, for a hard fought game, but you know, cold world is different. It's different over here, so very different, man. And we actually know. have the All Star game today uh, at two, and then we restart next the league week. spring league and um, uh, next Sunday. So yeah. I know the league we will be more competitive, man. But this just motivates us just to clock in, honestly, stay clocked in because mm-hmm. you know we always want to play this game at a high level and uh, and be able to to perform at our best. Yeah, and and people may may think like. Why are they taking this adult league so serious or whatever? Well, because we love the game. <laughs> we love basketball. You know, we love to compete. And, you know, imagine imagine doing something your whole life and then abruptly you just stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you, you stop for no reason. Yeah. You know, I've been playing basketball my whole life. You've been playing your whole life. Why would we just stop? Just because we're not on a official team or whatever, or college or pro, whatever. No, like, we love to play basketball, so we're going to continue to do it for as long as we're, we're capable of. There's so many intangibles, man, that, that come with um, playing on a team, doing something that's a part of a team. It's huge. You know what I'm saying? Huge. Like, it, it doesn't matter whether it's sports, whether it's whatever. Like, people are designed. A club, pe- a book club. A club, like- yeah, people – are designed to connect with other people. Yep. And if you all share one thing in common and it can go after a common goal together, um, that's that's special. Now, are we acting like, you know, it's the NBA Finals? Nah. Nah. We, we understand, like, end of the day, you know, it, it's not end-all, be-all. We're not, not winning anything, you know, per se. Um, but if you're a competitor, man, and I was actually talking to um, – one of the refs who came, we had a, like a champions dinner uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and one of the refs um, was there, and um, I was just telling him like, 
one of my pet peeves is is effort um, and, and playing selfish. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't play hard and you play selfishly or one or either or, um, I, I just it's tough for me to to, to be around you. you yeah, I can't you. connect with you, man. Because we both been out for season ending injuries, and the whole time, the whole time, Once. I'm like, man, I'll do anything to be on this court. Even after college, like there's been times where I've been hurt or. You know, stuff has happened. COVID, and I, I couldn't hoop. Man, so it's like I'm not. I get out here. I get emotional even thinking about it, dog. And I, true story, like when I tore my ACL, um, my sophomore year, and I just remember watching practice. I was sitting down, you know, had my my knee brace, and pra- it wasn't a good practice. Like guys just weren't going hard, and I just rem- I got legit like teared up and like had to leave because. You know, here I am sitting, one of your brothers sitting on on the on the bench or the side or whatever, you know, not being able to compete. Like, and you just, to me, that's just a disrespect because it's like, yo, if I see someone who loves the game and would do anything to get out there um, and, and you're not going hard, like, you're, you're disrespecting me, you're disrespecting your team, you're disrespecting the game. Yep. So... Yeah, man, like, you know, this is something that has been embedded in us for years. Like, we've went through every emotion from basketball. Yep. You know, blood, sweat, tears. We've sacrificed our bodies. Um, Social time. Social time, family time, like, everything. And, you know, in that uh, specific situation, like, it was emotional for me because I'm just like, yo, like, I don't understand what – this has been like for it to be just taken away. Yep. So yeah, yeah, I'm getting I mean, emotional right now. Yeah, I mean, my, to be honest my, with you, my junior year, man, um, that's that's well, that year was crazy. I sprained my right foot and had tendonitis on my right knee. Um, tried tried to and it happened like the, the the sprain happened the day before our first game. Tried to play, played the first half, second half. I'm like, I, I can't, I, I can't play. Um, Kind of recovered from that. Sprained my left foot out like three weeks. Fight to get back. Like I'm in, I'm in the trainer's office every day, like mm-hmm. twice a day. Finally, start playing back to my normal self, and practice before our first conference game. Tamar ICO. Mm. Didn't know it. Um, trainers didn't give me MRI. I, I did uh, uh, physical therapy for like three, two and a half weeks. Restrengthened my legs, felt like I was back. Knee buckled on me again in the game. Same thing two weeks later. I was freaking fighting, and that was and and out of all the teams I played on, that was the freaking laziest, um, just just worst culture of a locker room. I, I, like throughout my four years there, mm. and um, there was a dude on our team. You know, he he was he was our best overall player. Um, but you know he was kind of he kind of had that like Jordan last dance like I'm gonna try to punk you to see where you're at yeah and dudes were just letting him punk him and I remember watching and and like similar to you like I was like I was I was in I don't know if I got teary eyed but I was close because I'm like yo like yeah I'm really I'm doing everything I can to get back on the court and. Y'all are just letting this dude just just punk y'all like that, 
in fact, like they, one of the practices that I came back was one of like the last practices before I played in that game where I, my knee buckled the last time. Um, we're scrimmaging and we got into it. Like we we're about to fight. Yeah. And it wasn't even like oh no I I dislike him. It was like no nah, you're not about to no nah, I'm on the court now. Like yeah. you're not about to do that to me. Fact. Um, so for us, man, it's like. It's not about oh we're we're taking these leagues super seriously. It's it's our, it's really our respect to the game. Like when we're on the court to me, it's a privilege. It's, and I was literally about to say it's that. a privilege. Like, we, it's like, we understand. I, I still get to play. I still get to play. And and to be honest with you, no disrespect. We're in in these leagues. We're going to be one of the top ten most talented players typically. Mm-hmm. Um, you for sure. Me probably. And. A lot of people who are talented, they they don't play hard, especially in leagues like this. So it's yeah. like we're not we're not twenty one and zero because we're just better than everybody. Because we're we're not. When you look at our rosters from top to bottom, like people will probably look at us and be like, "Man, how like how how haven't they lost a game in two seasons?" Well, tap into this this podcast episode and you'll understand yeah. why. Yeah, man, it's, it's bigger than just you can play the game. Like we our approach to the game. Whether it's playing pickup, whether we're just shooting around by ourselves together, uh, if we're on the court, we're gonna we're gonna maximize that time. We're gonna go hard. I mean, Nico came to a game um, and filmed for for something that we have going on that y'all will see in probably a couple weeks. Um, I mean, we weren't like diving on the floor, but you could feel like oh, he had me diving on the floor. He could feel like yo, these dudes still they still play like they they still treat this. And I feel like that was just like. And it was, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. If, if y'all would have came, if y'all would have came to the semifinal game and a championship game, you would have been like, okay, like these dudes got a competitive edge that yeah. you don't see often in a so-called you know league that doesn't matter. Um, because to us, it does matter. Like I'm not, <clears throat> for me especially, you know. Um, having having the the notoriety that I had in this area, um, you know, coming up in high school and, and in college, like, like I don't, <laughs> you know, I watch the Last Dance like every day. <laughs> I don't <laughs> literally you. like every day. Um, and then one of the scenes that resonated with me was when they're trying to compare Jordan to Clyde Drexler, and Jordan's like, "Yo, like, <laughs> no disrespect to Clyde Drexler, like, great player." But the fact that y'all are even considering him to be on the same level as me, to me, that's disrespectful. Yeah, it should be. So, like, and it, it's just it's just personal motivation for me. It's like, yo, like, y'all, y'all know who I am. Y'all know what I'm capable of. Well, maybe y'all didn't see it back in high school or college or a couple years ago. Well, you're going to see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, going back to that, that semifinal game, whatever, when I got pissed off, like, that was my like my Jordan moment of like yo, remember remember who you're dealing with here, right? Like y- y'all y'all aren't even close on this level, and I can I can take it up a, f- a, a few more notches than a lot of people if he really wanted to. If I really wanted to on a consistent basis, that's so. the thing. He's not even <clears throat> he's not going his hardest. Like from like a, I'm just gonna try to score everybody. Nah, he he's. And neither am I. No one on our team really, really did. I mean, that's why we win. But yeah. 
Yeah, man, it yeah, was. Uh, I don't think we meant to get into. Yeah, nah. I mean, he was good. You can see we get passionate about this type of stuff. Yeah, man, because a lot of people they game. they just they they don't respect the game, man. And when they play against us, the stuff that they 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 get away with against other teams, yeah. it's not it's not happening against us. But you're gonna have to give us your best. Yep. So, um, did want to shout out a Nova native man. Um, he's. He's the enemy from a competitive perspective, but um, Hubert Davis, man, got the UNC head coaching position. Big time. So um, he's from – he went to Lake Braddock. I think he's from Fairfax yeah. originally. Um, we're Duke fans, so that's why we said, you know, he's Got a cool enemy. story about him. So my freshman year, um, we were uh, about to play UNC, um, Chapel Hill. And at the time, you know, he was calling the game. He was a – broadcaster or whatever and typically like games like that uh this is my first tv game on espn too so it's pretty cool um and I, before that you know i had some good games so it was one of the like call it players to watch or whatever mm-hmm. um and he came to practice before that game and we you know we had a real cool uh real cool conversation man obviously being um two people from northern virginia um and you know we're talking he's like look man Excuse my friends, but he's like, I used to bust, I used to bust her in his ass. So we were just, we were just laughing. Um, but yeah, bust everybody though. Yeah, he, I mean, he was cold. Um, but yeah, man, special moment for me to meet him and you know, obviously chop it up with the uh, Nova legend um, and to see him get the job, man, it's it's, it's special. Um, I know he's gonna do good things there. So yeah, no, I, I agree, man. First <clears throat> black head coach uh, in UNC's history. Um, and yeah, he got in some hot water. I don't know if you saw what he said. Yeah, at the press conference. It was said, it, it was kind of uh, awkward, man. So he was like, "I'm proud to be black," because they were talking about how like he's the first black head coach in UNC's history. He was like, "But I'm also proud that my wife is is white, and that my kids are, are I biracial." Could, I could look at it from another way, but yeah, go I ahead. mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking it. It's just the 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 timing and the like. It just wasn't. Yeah, it just didn't. It was like he was trying not to embrace that he's the first right. black head and I, coach. And I think that's what he was he was trying to do. Like, like look. But it's like that that had nothing to do with your <laughs> wife. Yeah. And you didn't, I, and you didn't I, have to bring that. And you know, a lot of a lot of yeah. yeah, a lot of black a lot of black men who date, you know, women of the opposite or of another race, not opposite there's no opposite race, of another race, um, they get flagged for it. So he probably has been dealing with this since he freaking went you know, he probably dated someone who was white in, at Lake Braddock. You know what I'm saying? Lake Braddock, I don't know how, what the demographics were back then, but there wasn't a lot of black people going to Lake Braddock when, when we were coming Probably up. not. Probably so not. He's, probably, he's probably dealt with that flag for years. and just It just came out like, I'm proud my wife is white. Yeah. All right, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, all right. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Because, like, you know, that the whole first African-American everything is so, like, publicized i think it's been watered down yeah it's been watered down so i think i think he was trying to say like look like i don't want to be known for for that here you know like i want to be known for winning games and and bringing championships back to unc so although i am the first you know black coach like the first player yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like and he probably was that or is that that? you know yeah Yeah, and i I think yeah i think that's what he was trying to say look like and I also have a a, a white um, Caucasian wife, and you know I'm proud of that. So maybe it was like, 
you know, I, don't kill me because I have, you know, a white wife. Like, I'm not, like, you know, everything's pro-black and stuff. I don't know, but, like... It just wasn't... It wasn't... Yeah, he just it didn't was have to awkward. do that. It was awkward. He didn't man. have to do that. And then, um, obviously, he, he got, you know, by the, by the woke the woke people, woke family, got he got yeah, killed by killed. them. You know what I'm saying? But, anyways, man, congrats. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Hugh. <laughs> Last, last kind of just icebreaker, man. For the tournament. Yeah, oh, should, yeah, 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 yeah. So go ahead. Um, last year, I believe, uh, we um, we talked about doing a Northern Virginia basketball tournament, alumni tournament, similar to like the TBT that you'll see uh, on ESPN, and, and we were slated to do that for 2020, but obviously, um, I'm sorry for this year. Right. Yeah, we're planning for twenty twenty one. Yeah, we're planning for twenty twenty one, but just given you know the current state and uncertainty, um, plus we want to do it the right way. Like we want to have the whole communities out there, fans, all the supporters, and we just we can't fulfill that this year. So we uh, rescheduled for twenty twenty two, but you know we'll we'll keep. You guys updated for that, and it's gonna be special, man. I'm telling Very. you, like a lot of people have been reaching out, like wanting to hop on board, like different people that want to sponsor and donate stuff, and you know, collab. So that's how you know you have something special. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, we can't wait for that. You know, again, guys like Hubert Davis who played. For Northern Virginia Public School, and he's doing big things. Yeah. Like, that's been, those seeds have been planted throughout Northern Virginia basketball for years. So I think we have a compelling story to tell. Um, so it's going to be special. So yeah, keep, we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that. 2022 gives you another year to stay in shape. Nico, to get what's in good, Nick? Nick, we need you, baby. Yeah, we need Nick. Y'all need the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nico was one of our leading scorers, man. Come Nico on, was cold, man. Nico was we need cold. To get, I need to get some footage from Wheeling, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta understand. Nico was. Put the football footage on. <laughs> Nico, you're. We'll do both. Put the football footage on. You, all right, man. I don't know why you're faking like you didn't use the cup, but anyways, um, it's funny, man. I, I watched um this this podcast. Um, there's a guy named Julian Brown. He has this big Nova alumni group, and he interviewed Tommy Amaker, who's um he went to Woodson. Shout out Tommy Amaker, that's like a family friend. I bet, bro. He's been in like he knows. He was talking about like he's, his he's family area for y'all. Family friend. Wow. I never knew that. I've been to Michigan basketball camp, Seton Hall basketball yeah. camp, just because of Tommy, man. That's dope. Yeah, he, you know, he seems like a great dude. Y'all know Bobby Dobson, the Washington League. I know of him because um, Lex Griffin, Rodney's sister, said that that's her cousin. That's you know all y'all related out here. That's Tommy's. <laughs> yeah, y'all, 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 y'all deep. That's a real time. You know Dom, um, uh, who went to Stewart and coaches with Joe. That's his. That's his cousin. Well, Billy King is his cousin. That's crazy. So it, yeah, it's, I mean, if you if you're black and your family's been in Northern Virginia since like the '60s, y'all all y'all are related. <laughs> it's real. crazy. Um, but he was basically saying how the DMV, specifically like Nova, changed Duke basketball. Because when Tommy went and Johnny Dawkins went, 
that then Grant followed, then Joey Beard Joey followed. Beard. Like every Duke national championship, except for maybe one, has had someone from the DMV on it, um, and for in Northern Virginia included. So yeah, man, like we just want to let people know, like Northern Virginia basketball is it's always been, um, you know, one of the top areas in the country. Um, yeah, it's not all DC PG. No. Like, they've got the stardom for sure, but yeah. <laughs> it's we, different over it, here too. Yeah, it's, it, we have a deep, deep bench, so we want to remind our our, our youngins, man, that it's, yeah, it's, 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 and that's and that's a huge reason of why we went to the tournament because it's like Nova basketball is it's awful it's, now. It's watered down. Yeah, it's not to say good. At least, um, so just to show them, like, hey, Scotty Reynolds, who was a McDonald's All American, made it to the Final Four, has been playing professionally for years. Played at Herndon. Grant Hill, who was in the Hall of Fame, played at South Lakes. Mm-hmm. Heber Davis played at Lake Braddock. Yeah. And so on. So, um, yeah, man, like, y- you can do it at the public school level because the path has already been created. To me, it, it was always like a pride thing, man, to play for your play for your city, play for your town. Of course. You know. Um, like, think about, like... <laughs> Like back in like in the inner city, like it was the city championship. Right, right you know what exactly. I'm like the city championships meant something. Like that's that's your hood. It meant more than you know it meant it meant like, more than than the, I guess county or whatever, uh, like the yeah. district or whatever they call it. Yeah, like, you know, you see these kids going to public schools. Like, I mean, it's great. You get a great education. You get put on a on a big platform. Talking about like, private schools. Yeah, I'm sorry, private schools. Um, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, um, it's not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same. It, it really isn't. Like if I were to go to PBI or something and yeah, we might win some championships, but like to say I got one for Herndon, like, come on, man. It doesn't get any better, man. <laughs> it doesn't. Cause you, you grew up with these people. Yeah. You grew up with these people. And even and also, you the grew up. Known you for years. You grew up like, beating or playing or losing to the same people who you're playing against in the district and region. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like you had rivalries back in the day, like the wrestling team that you played against in travel is the same team you played against varsity. Yeah. Pretty much, literally yeah. the same team. Chantilly. That, that's why my uh, championship, my senior year, meant so much. Yeah, because the team that we beat our senior year. They have been literally, literally since I was ten. They've been blasting us. Other than your, other than, other your than when I played wrestling, yeah, I don't count that because it was wrestling, right? But like when I moved, when I made that move to Herndon, Chantilly's been kicking my butt since literally I was eleven. Eleven, yeah. So six years. <laughs> telling you, man, like that those bragging rights, that pride, playing for your, you know, your local school, it's different, man. And you'll 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 be a legend too. Oh like, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. PBIs, the O'Connells, the like, they got freaking, they got stars coming in literally left and right. Yeah, from all over the world, literally. Like, people come from different people, countries. People literally, people know Herndon, just small Herndon because of Scotty Reynolds. Yep. Like that's different to me. That's different. So. What are we even talking about, man? I don't, man, even know, I don't know. We're just we're just rapping right now. Um, nah, but the, 
Last, last kind of. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. You can't, you can't go over that. Or okay, go. Yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last thing. But you man. can't forget about our guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all saw the Paul Pierce situation. Man. <laughs> so, man, I, you know what? It's not even audio to really play, but basically, man. What audio? I could probably find it. Yeah, I mean, it was just his live. So anyway, oh, yeah, we don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my, wild. My yeah, he was wild. It's, it's Sunday listen. too. We can't be. That's for after dark. Y'all got y'all got to subscribe to that one. Um, this dude Paul Pierce went on live and had strippers yeah. in the background. Yeah, and they was like they yeah, looked borderline uh, uh, underage. What's, what's a professional <laughs> name for a stripper? Exotic dancer. Exotic dancer. Um, Acrobatic uh, Adult performer, Adult Entertainer, yeah. <laughs> adult Entertainers, yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, so as a, as a basketball player, an Adult Entertainer, like. They entertain kids too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it was wild, man. I, I all I know is I woke up and I just seen a bunch of just different pages that posted it, um, and this dude. On his, on his, like, main page, bro, was on live with strippers. And it's like, did you mean to hit close friends or then just forgot? No way. No way. Or, like, what did you think was going to happen? What were you doing? Like, why? Yeah. Uh, is he married? Does has he, uh, no, nah, I don't think he's married. I don't think he's married. Um, has he spoke out yet? I've, I've seen him tweet and be like, he, he literally was, <laughs> I got to find him. But he basically was saying, like, yo. Next move coming, like I'll be good or whatever. That's that's literally what he said on his like little clip that he posted. He was, was it? Like, yeah, I mean, okay. Um, but yeah, it was like hey, he man. acting like he did, like he's, like he wasn't in the wrong in a way, from a corporate perspective. Like, bro, bro, you're a you're at the end of the day, you you are a employee of a corporation, a Fortune five hundred so, corporation. Disney. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's Disney at that. Yeah. I forgot they own ESPN. I don't think he's saying anything here, but I can't lose even when I'm even when I lose I'm winning. So I don't know what that means, Paul. But I mean, he, I mean, he, he, he he's he, the truth, man. He's, he, he's the truth. He's telling the truth. He was living the truth. <laughs> you know, he doesn't really even like when he's wrong on his takes. He doesn't really admit it for real, for real. Um, but it's like. He's not wrong for doing I, what he did. I think he was trying to get out of ESPN. I think that was his way. He's wrong. He's wrong for thinking that That's if okay. I put this out there, it's not gonna have any ramifications. Three hundred people. Three hundred come, viewers. Come on, man! Like you got to think, man. I mean, let's call it what it is. Like you're an employee. It, it doesn't matter what you did before. It doesn't matter. Uh, who you're working for? Like you're still an employee. You're the owner of the company. Yeah, you can you can get away with that. Mark Cuban can do that. NBA may find him, yeah, but lose some sponsorship. Yeah, stuff like but that. I mean, he's <laughs> like whatever, man. I'm good. I'm sure Paul's good financially, but still, it's like, come on, bro. You gotta be smarter than that. And it's also corny. I'm sorry. It is corny. Like again. Do that on the close friends. Like, if you want to send that to your boys, sure. But, like, you don't need to put that on the public. Send that out to the public. Um, I'm not even sending that to my... I mean, unless I'm telling them to pull up. I'm not even... I'm not even sending 
to me, it's always corny to me if you're like, yo, look at this girl I'm with. You catch her, like, walking away. <laughs> like, what are you trying to... Okay, bro, like, you're cool. You're an NBA. You're a former NBA player. Like, you, I know that you can probably have a lot of women, bro. Like, what are you trying to show and prove? You wild out, man. Um, but, I mean, hopefully, he needs to be... You know, truth, he, man, the truth. You, know who, you know what he would be great on? Um, he would be a great addition to like the All the Smoke podcast yeah, with uh. I had somebody say like he sh- has he has he been on there? I think he has probably or the Knuckleheads joint with like, yeah one of the two yeah he two. he should or he starts his own joint he probably will honestly that may honestly that may this may have been a this may have been a calculated move like you said that's what I'm saying I think he was trying to get out of here I, like you don't just you don't just do that out of nowhere unless somebody I don't know I just don't. I think yeah, I think he's he's up to something. Um, but yeah, we'll see, man. Yeah, yeah. The truth. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode. No, nah, no, nah, for real, that is about to be the name. The truth's about to come out today. <laughs> the truth will set you free. It shall set you free. He was free, all right. He, he's he's free from a job. They <laughs> <laughs> got fired. They got working for free. Right, he got fired on his day off, man. But I did want to talk about this man because, um, you know, I, I I see myself as an as an objective person, most you know, for the most part. And um, Katie's my favorite player. You know, I made it made it clear. We know LeBron's your favorite player. Um, the Nets roster is it's crazy, like to the point where. Um, well, number one, I'll say this: I'm a Lakers fan. I still don't think they're beating the Lakers. I'll throw that out there, but. The way that they yeah, get through the East first. Yeah, yeah, facts. And this, this team hasn't played. This team hasn't played together. Literally, they haven't played together. In the playoffs, it's all about yeah. it's all about chemistry, and, uh, and 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 really, you know, defense. Um, but like LeBron got flack for wanting to play with one of his best friends. LeBron gets flack for tying his shoe a, cer- a certain way. Yeah, I mean that just that comes with being him, and in, in he didn't that do level. Money loops, and it's it's on first take and <laughs> and, and, and undisputed. And and Skip Bayless is like, well, because he didn't, he's he's not Jordan. He didn't do the bunny loops. <laughs> Skip, <laughs> Skip, like come on, man. But yeah, go go ahead. No, I was just saying, you it's know, different. It's just different between the two. Here's the thing, man. I I call a spade a spade. Katie. He criticized um, the Heat for doing that move on Twitter. He was like, so we're not going to compete no more or something like that. It was back in like 2010. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and the the Warriors move, I didn't love it, but I still was like, you know what? To me, it was more, and he said it, it was more of like, I like the way they play basketball. Sure. Like, sure. I want to play, like, I don't want to play this one-on-one stuff anymore. And so I'm like, all right, I'll, 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 and you, you know, you want to win, like I get it, but like, Katie hasn't gotten any flag at all. Like who, who, like, yeah, he did for for this net stuff. Oh, not for the net stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm talking about for the net yeah, stuff. For sure. This is just regular, this everyday NBA stuff now. Well, the thing is, like, Katie, like this isn't his first offense as far as like his antics via social media. Like, he's... We know Katie to be responsive, I guess. So, 
I think that's part of the reason. I'm talking about I'm talking but, about him stacking the roster. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Like it's a double standard to me that uh, I mean that you know KD they don't say anything to him, but LeBron he tries to add one piece yeah, and, he, and he already has enough. Like it's the new norm. But that's, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Like, and LeBron obviously you know probably the creator of it. But no, nah, I don't. I don't think he was though. That Celtics team. That Celtics team in the eighties were stacked. You've admitted that. Yes. Okay. I I, just, I don't know. I just a lot of people. I've always a said a lot of people pin that on LeBron. No, here's what I've always said. And I you, didn't. I, I didn't agree with you. I'm just. They forget about the Celtics. No, they do pin it on. They for, but they because it's LeBron and he's an easy target. They're gonna pin that on. But yeah, I agree. The Celtics did it. The freaking Lakers did it when they. Picked up Carl Malone, GP, and all these dudes. Yeah, they were they, older. They just like, didn't. Yeah, they were still. People were like, "Oh, that's 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 unfair." I mean, it's the same thing as Aldridge and and Blake Griffin to me. Like, it's my point is like my thing with LeBron in Miami was the way that he did it and like the concert. That's why I was like, there was a oh okay. Remember that they come up they 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 come out well, like okay. That's what that's that now, was what my beef was. Now working in sports. I don't think that was LeBron's fault. Like Miami, from a revenue uh, standpoint, they were capitalizing on LeBron coming there. Like then the guys, yeah, we're gonna win hold, seven championships. We're gonna we're gonna hold a, a pep rally because people are gonna come. They're gonna buy tickets. They're gonna buy merch. Like from a commercial standpoint, like it's a money maker. Yeah, but if you're saying like. You know, yeah, we want to win five, six, seven, sure, whatever. Like, but again, for me, it's like if, if this is LeBron's, like, if this is how people are going to criticize him, then y'all got it because the dude is is great. Like, if you're going to criticize him off a, de- a decision that made money for a charity, like people for people forget to gloss they gloss over that. Like, yo, and yeah. And it was the right decision. I mean, I'm beyond. It was, like, the, right, like, it was the right basketball. It decision. was the right basketball decision. Well, and, and 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 to my point about like the Nets roster this year, it that team. I don't know if you remember that that team. Um, the first like twenty games, they were struggling. The Heat because yes. it took time. It took time for them to gel. Yes, and they didn't win their first. Year. And they didn't win the first year. Um, so all this notion that like oh they're you know the Nets they're no, I don't. I don't. I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer. It's from a basketball it, standpoint. Who's the leader of that team? Uh, Kyrie. I was gonna say Harden. Is it Harden? I was gonna say Harden. It's not the coach. Because yeah, according, because according bad. to them, he's not really a coach. He's not really a coach. He's a. He honestly, he's probably like. <laughs> you know when, and you know in college when like. The guy you played with becomes like an assistant coach, right? Where you know what I'm saying, like yeah, you respect and, him, yeah. Somehow, but it, but it's still, but it's still, it's like yo, we used to go to parties together, dog. Like, like some of some of the coaches for me were one of them. Like, on my visit, he was still a player, and like, he's like giving me drinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's just that dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So he, it's not, it's it's not. I don't consider KD a leader. Honestly, and I, I've um, I've been vocal about this. That's a separator between LeBron and Katie. 
Well, to me, from if you're a basketball standpoint, yes, KD's probably the most talented player ever. But if you can't bring together a team like Kobe did, like Jordan did, and and win championships, then you shouldn't be in that conversation. I always say this, man, and this, this, we'll talk about this in our next topic. But um, when things go wrong, that's that's when I want to see how you respond. Like that's that's the true test of Character. a team and leadership. When things go wrong, how do you respond? Kyrie and James Harden they have a history of not taking accountability. Let's just call it what it is. Kevin Durant, uh, I'm not gonna say he 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 cr- like he cracks under pressure. I'm not gonna say that. He, he just isn't the guy who's gonna. He's not the he's, he's not, not the, the rally the troops he's not the type of guy. Um, Blake Griffin has always been about himself. DeAndre Jordan, they don't respect him enough. So my thing is, when things go wrong, who's going to be the Steve Nash has not won a championship. He won MVP, but two. That's which he's back to back. I think so. Which he shouldn't have been back to back. He honestly, he maybe should have had one, but that's a whole other conversation. Hey guys, thanks for clocking in with us and making it this far into the episode. We want to continue these episodes for as long as possible, but we might need your help. If you click on the description on each episode, you'll find a link that reads support this podcast. If you enjoy keeping up with us, click on that link and you can make a monthly donation. All right, you guys hear enough of me talking anyways, so let's get back into the episode. But yeah, like, I want to see a team go through adversity and not to like talk about us again, but if you were to ask all the teams we played against in that league, what was most impressive about our team? They're like, man, you guys never lost your composure. composure. Someone said it composure. yesterday at the, at the champions dinner. That's, that's such a like underrated trait to have as a person. I don't think people talk about what that means. And why it's so important enough. Well, you've had it your whole life on the court. And even I mean off the court yeah, too. Well, but well, but like yeah, what, but I had I had to I had to develop that. Yeah, like, I was gonna ask you what how did you how did you get to that point? Um Well, shout out to, to Coach Nemo because that's something he would always always stress was keeping your composure. Because I mean, you know, like we used to get we used to get smacked by teams. In like, AAU especially. In AAU, yeah. Like, playing Quinn, Quinn Cook's, like, Virginia Pride teams and going back to that Chantilly team. You know, they were the Fairfax Stars. But they used to crack us. And I knew I knew, I was one of the better players. And I could have just went over there and just and start just and start to, you know, win. Win more. Um, but, again, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Nemo, man, because he, he groomed me. And he communicated about composure and leadership at such a young age. Um, so, yeah, I, I had to develop, you know, keeping my composure and having that because, you know, when you're competitive, you're ultra competitive, you're going to lose your composure at times. Um, Sometimes it's a good thing in the right yeah, moments. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just so important because. I mean, it's, life is a roller coaster, man. You're gonna, 
you're going to go through a lot of stuff and, you know, that's just a part of the journey. But how do you react to that and how do you learn from it and how do you overcome it? That all amounts to composure, which is so important. And anyone, like anyone in life who's made it to the top, like they've been through something and they had to over, they had to get back up. They had to overcome. But when you have a, when you understand all right, well, I'm going through something right now, but you understand, you know, how to be kind of in like a Zen state. Cause for me, it's like, all right, if I'm going through something, you gotta, like, you have to like, you almost have to like, just kind of sit back and like reset. Right. Like when going back to a basketball story, but like championship game, just a championship game, we're down 19 at halftime. And, uh, you know, instead of being, like, in a panic and frustrated, I just remember, like, sitting there, like, like, listening to people talk. And then I just blurt out, we're not, we're not losing this game. We're not losing this game. Um, because, you know, I understood what I, one, had to do as a leader, as a player. Um, but two, me having that, that state of mind and, and having that energy Again, that's only going to spread throughout the team to the coaches, to the players, managers, like everyone. Um, because, you know, I was a leader of that team. I was a focal point. So me having that, again, it's, it's infectious. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we ended up winning. But Man, it, that's, takes, it takes that's yeah, one of the most. Process. That's one of the most. Uh, a process. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean. You don't have it at times. Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, I, uh, I'll i say this. That game is – that's one of – we got to, like – we got one day – We're going to get Wheel on. Nico, we got to get Wheel on, but we got to get, like, Nico or somebody to just, like, film like film us watching that game. Yeah. Just, like, you talking – us, like, talking yeah. through that game. Because no, it was like – yeah. yeah, bro, like, i am be honest. Like, I asked – I remember – I was going through I was going through some stuff personally, man, just like financially, work. And I asked mom, I'm like, yo, where's the DVD of, of that game? And I watched it for motivation because wow. I was this is probably like 2014, 2015. Um and yeah, I mean I get emotional when I when I think about it. You guys can listen to episode ten and understand why. But um That's crazy that episode was ten too. Yeah, I know. It's, that's it's almost was, ten was a, the number that I wore high school. Yeah, throughout. that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, but one of the things I heard, one of the things I heard you talk about is when you had like a a mentor, coach, who who basically instilled that into you. Like if you look at the last dance, one of the reasons the Bulls won the way they did is Phil Jackson literally instilled like that Zen, yeah. you know, meditating all that into their team. They would do yoga like for practice, like. Sometimes, and in, in how it works, like, usually there's a practice plan, and the managers will have it and stuff like that. And sometimes players are like, hey, yo, what's on the practice plan? And uh, I bet you, um, I bet you Phil had a practice plan, and then just off of just his immediate react, or just vibes and intuitions, like, I'm just throwing it out the window. 
threw down some yoga mats. And was like, we're going to do yoga. And you can tell, like... Because I think what, what people also don't realize, and if you watch The Last Dance, like, they went through some stuff as a team. Like, they weren't just out here destroying everybody. Right. Like, they would get down 1-0 one, one to start a series, or, you know, teams might catch momentum. But, like, th- this one of my favorite scenes of that, uh, and I'm again, The Last Dance, we're freaking nerds when it comes to stuff. But when he's, he's, he's on the... Uh, He's on his on his on his locker in his locker room, and he has a bat, and he has a cigar in his mouth, and he's just he's swinging. He's like, yeah, you know, they, they had a good game, but they still got to come to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you can just feel like the calmness of him. It's just different, man. I get chills thinking about that crap. It's it's funny, man, because um, again, going back to this league, right? The team that we played in the championship, we yeah. played them in the regular season, right? We got down like twenty to three. Yeah, yeah. Um, I come in the game because I didn't start at that point. I come in the game, um, make a couple plays, and I think we're down like, like, like twelve. Um, they hit like a couple of baskets. I think we're down like fifteen. You get fouled, mm-hmm. and one of their best players uh, overhears you say to to Brandon Allen, "You're like, ba, you worried." He was like, nah. And he said, when he heard that, he was like, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. He, 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 literally, he, he tells us that story every time we see him. Every time we see him, he's like, yeah, I knew we were in trouble. Because we just punched y'all in the face. We were talking crazy to y'all. And y'all were just... Chewed it. We were just like, we're good. We're not going to lose this game. In the championship game, we were down four with... Um, we were down four with... like. Two minutes under, left. Yeah, two under, under two minutes. And uh, I never felt like I looked at the scoreboard. And I'm like, all right, like I'm not worried. I drove, got fouled, hit both free throws. They come down, miss a shot. I, I forgot who scored. Then we get a steal. Then BA get a steal. And I, yeah, I BA got a steal. Up. You yeah. tied it up for, with the layup. Um, and then uh, we end up going to overtime, but. Yeah, man. Like another thing I wanted to say, and this is for all areas of life, preparation also leads to composure, mm-hmm. right? Like putting yourself in situations where um, you pretty much, whether it's in practice on your own, through film, through through studying, like any situation that you could possibly potentially be in, if you put in the work, if you clock in, once that thing happens during game time. You just react. You're just reacting. You're not. You're not thinking. You don't have time to think. No. You don't have time especially, to think. Especially in the sport. Man, it's happened to me in sales. I'm on sales calls. Yeah. Sales. A prospect says something to me in life, like family situations, and it's just like I've been here before. React. Yep. React. Or sometimes you don't need to react immediately. You need to just, like you said, take a step back and say, "All right." Relax. What can I control? What can I control? Mm. Now I'm going to do the things I can control. For us, the stuff I can't control, I'm giving it to God. Mm-hmm. And I'm at peace with it. So, yeah. um, you know, that actually leads to, to a topic um, that happened, not this week, but the week prior. Um, men's National Championship. Gonzaga came into that uh, 
31 and 0 or something like that playing against Baylor. Dang, dang lose. And it was and, and there weren't that many tests either. Like they didn't have many clubs. other than the UCLA game the final four which was really I feel like their first like test test. They pretty lost, much they ran. Should have lost that game. They should have. They should. If, if Jalen Suggs isn't a freaking competitor, they lose that game. Exactly. For sure. Um great, Baylor great freaking game. Baylor had only lost I think two games all year. Mm-hmm. Um, two or three, but their conference is tougher. They've been in more situations that, um, you know, made them have to fight through adversity, right? Um, and Gonzaga is one of those teams where it seems like they're always this close to getting over that hump. But this is just kind of feeds into what we we're saying, man. Like I don't really trust a team that hasn't gone through a lot of adversity. I said that before. The game. That's why I chose Baylor. I'm like, this isn't this isn't disrespect to Gonzaga, but if you haven't gone through stuff, man, in the national championship, you're gonna go through some stuff. Oh, in that tournament, like in, in a season, like it's it's a long season. Um, yeah, and it's like you don't you don't know. It's like uh, in Rocky Four, right? When, when Drago was cut, y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Rocky hit him with whatever, jab, hook, whatever, and Drago was cut, and he was just like, it's like he legit was in shock. It was like, yo, like, I don't, is this real? I didn't know I believed. Is this real? And then when Rocky realized, yo, this dude's a man just like I am. It was over. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. So, yeah, if you haven't been cut before, you might not know how to react when it when it happens. And from there, <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> Man, Baylor came out just – there was just no – you they, could just see it. They they, they, oh they, they had no expectation of losing that game. Yeah. Zero. I, I, yeah, I wish I could just, like, be courtside to just feel – Feel what that what that um, environment was like because they came out they came out like they knew they were they already won the game. Your thing is again. And this is against a team who hasn't lost. Who hasn't lost a like, game, that's, bro? That's scary. They haven't lost a game, and here's the thing. That's scary. They would go on a run, right? Um, get a, get the lead up to like twelve to sixteen points. And Gonzaga would go on like a six zero run, and you would think like, all right, this is yeah, it. Yeah, they're finally gonna trip away. Like yeah. Baylor's hitting tough threes. They're hitting. They're, they're gonna eventually yeah. fold. And and Didn't stop. Every time Gonzaga made a run, it was like we expect this, right? And this this is what comes with composure and preparation. It's like when you when you understand how basketball works, sports works in general. Life. Honestly, life. Sports it's a game of runs. It's a game of runs. You look at life, no one no one just has I'm not gonna say no one. It's very rare that everyone has all positive and all negative. You have periods of your life where there's some negative stuff going on. You have periods of your life where there's positive <laughs> positive stuff going on. It's the same in sports. So I think when you understand that, when the negative comes, you're not freaking out. Right, yeah, you're not freaking out. Like, and if you're a Christian 
or if you believe, I, don't, I mean, I don't really know as much about like uh, Muslim faith or, or Hinduism, but um, I know faith is a big part of any religion, right? And whatever uh, higher being you believe in, you're going to be, be tested in certain situations that come about in your life to exercise that faith. Like, because faith is when you believe in something that you you can't see. Yeah, or 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 you you don't have control over. So, like a lot of people get this confused. Like, well, God made this happen. God doesn't make negative stuff happen. He allow he allows stuff to happen. Like we get sometimes. Yeah, that's that's something to talk about. Like, we have to be practical too. (laughs) Like everything, all that's in God's hands. No. You need to make some decisions, and you need to make the right decisions. Like let's just let's get let's get away from that. Oh, it's in God's hand. I'm just gonna pray on it. Like no, take action. You still need to pray, but pray. A part of the right prayer is having God, God action will, yes. to implement God will the give prayer. You, God will give you the signs. He will give you the discernment. At that point, it's up to you. And a lot of y'all blame. The opposite and too much too. Dad talks about it all the time. Oh well, you know the devil or Satan tempted me. Nah, bro, you made your own decision. Yeah. God gave us free will. You know what I mean. So at the end of the day, um, you know, going back to to the Baylor Gonzaga game, it's like, man, these dudes from Baylor just. They just came with a, a air of expectancy, man, and um, the effort. That's the other thing. The effort they played with. That's what I appreciated. Like they were, they were obviously skilled, but there was a guy who had like eight offensive rebounds, and he's six five. Now six five seems tall to the average person for Division one basketball as a post player. You're short. Yeah, like I played Division three. That's how tall our centers were, <laughs> and power fours. That's just like you said. That's just will, effort. Just woof. Eight offensive rebounds. He had eight offensive rebounds. Again, people don't like that's that's an extra possession for every rebound. Right? So that means you have two times um of a chance to score more than the other team. <laughs> well, I mean I don't, <laughs> I'm like all technical. Yeah, but, but on a on a lighter note. Nico, you can appreciate this. Brendan Haywood tweeted, he said, Gonzaga looked like the AAU team that hasn't played the hood team yet. <laughs> so Gonzaga has Gonzaga has a diverse group. You know, they they, they traditionally have more, you know, uh people who don't have permanent tans on their team. Okay. Um doesn't mean they're not as good. That's just what it is. Growing up in Northern Virginia, we've experienced that. We've experienced that, man. I've been on some teams where, you know, we had, you know, we had some white boys that can play, you know. They can really play. They can really they can play. Really. They were nice. But when we went to some tournaments where there was a lot of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Abrasive, abrasiveness. Abrasiveness. <laughs> By all, at, at every from from, from the the players, coaches, and parents, and the parents, like you got you got AAU moms out there talking more smack than the players. Um, it's a different environment, man. And yeah, I've seen 
I've seen some some uh, some guys fold. Sportsmanship goes out the window. There's no. You play against the hood I team. I wonder if it's still like that. I just have I haven't been. I'm so far. No, it is. That. It is. I I went to an event. Uh, it was like a seminar, business seminar. It was at a school, and Gum Springs had just come out. The Gum Springs had just played. You remember Gum Springs? <laughs> Don't go to that community center. Gum Springs Community Center. If, if you're if you're if your home is a community center, like yeah, it's gonna be hostile. Rec yeah, rec it's center. Because because Bailey's Crossroads was another joint. <laughs> Same thing. They played at the at the rec center. The rim the rims was probably bent down a little bit. Yeah, like, I felt like I was in the pool. Probably. That's like hot. It's hot as a mug. The tile on the wall. But the yeah. whole community is there. Talking crazy oh, yeah. to you. That was fun. It was fun, that was yeah. Had, it was yeah. a cookout. You know, like, they might have had a little DJ at that joint. Yeah, man. Th- those like, teams never win the tournament. They going to upset. They going to upset somebody, though. Mm-hmm. Or in the league, they may not, they may be, let's say it's 10 games. They'll probably be 5-5, five and 4-6. Five, and They're going to win three of those games out of just pure intimidation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They beat probably one. Right. Yeah, like again, no offense to Gonzaga. They're not playing against Baylor's. Not in the Not in WCC. WCC? They're playing against Utah Pepper, State. Pepperdine. <laughs> um, Montana. St. Mary's. They're playing yeah, it's against It's different, man. It's it's, it's, it's it's different. Yeah, you got to You got to go get fired, man. Look, Gonzaga had got players who they're going to be financial planners after they graduate. <laughs> okay, Baylor <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they might be. They might be back on the corner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chill. Chill. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Chill. I'm gonna keep Chill. it a buck with you because they're playing. They're playing for like. Yeah, they have some football players. They have some football players. Nah, they're, nah, they're playing. They had people back home who bet on that game. Okay, and if they didn't win that game, there may have been some repercussions. Okay. Yeah, um, I, mean, I had. I mean, I had some dudes tell me stories like. Yeah, if you miss his free, if you miss his free though. Yeah, it might, it might, it might cost you something. <laughs> Real dog. Nah, you got. Or you better miss this free throw because if you lose, if y'all win, man, y'all y'all seen above the rim, man. <laughs> y'all y'all, seen, a real what, y'all thing. seen what Birdie did. And, a, uh, what's my? Some guy? of y'all haven't seen above the rim. Yeah, that's that's a problem. That. <laughs> that's a problem. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, we're on a basketball uh, tangent today, man. Uh, I think it's appropriate, but this is um, it's something that's been a hot topic, man. It's um, WNBA pay gap compared to NBA players, right? I want to caveat this: this is not all women's sports. I'm not talking about all women's sports. I'm talking about specifically the WNBA. All right, there's this. Um, all right, I'm just gonna say, call it what it is. Um, and we'll talk about this next. There's a, a movement that's that's it's been going on for a while, but it's popular to blame men for women's issues right now. That's, that's just what it is, whether it's legit or not. Some of it is legit. Some of it is not legit, right? So the WNBA, um, their their players have basically been saying, you know, we should be getting close to the same amount that WNBA players are, uh, that NBA players are getting. You know, it's not it's not fair that you know we do the same thing they do. We're professional players just like they are, but they get paid more. 
And then a lot of women who don't watch the sport um, don't go yeah, to games. Yeah, come on. Like, don't buy merch. Let's be real. Please, please. They, please. they, they hop please. on this train. Please. Like, can y'all name me? Can y'all name me five WNBA teams? Probably not. Can you name me five players on each of those teams? No. No. Can you tell me when the WNBA even starts? You probably can't. So you're a part of the problem. Because we all know in order for them to increase their pay... You need te- you need revenue. It's need economics. Sponsors. It is economics. economics. We we're, this is not a socialist country. Are they one of the same though? NBA and WNBA. What do you mean? Like, is the WNBA a subsidiary of the NBA, or is its own separate? Oh, uh, I believe that the W. I think the NBA, um, technically founded the WNBA. Yeah. Right, but the way their revenue works is separate. So, like, because if it was all together, then technically NBA players should be, like, everyone should be getting paid from the same yeah, pot. It's, it's because not. NBA's money is, a lot of it's generated from endorsement and TV. Like, when that when that big, like, contract spike happened, where, like, everybody, well, you, you could have you got paid $2 million in 2017. Yeah. It was because of the endorsement deal with, um, I think, ESPN or... or uh, ESPN, what? ABC, Nike, like... Yeah, it... it it wasn't, wasn't just oh this money came out of thin air, right? No. Here's can, what I wanted to. Can we, can we play a, a clip from Draymond? Um, let's let's play this. Hold on. Yeah, if you once you tee it up. While while you're doing that, I did want to say this. Let's be let's again let's be realistic, right? This is not about men get treated differently than 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 women in this scenario. Uh, USA Women's Soccer, a hundred percent agree. They should they should be getting paid more than the men. The men suck. Corporately, I mean, if you're a VP why, why and I'm though? a VP and you're man woman, you should get paid the same. Why though? Be- because you're adding the value that you're bringing to the market is the same, right? That that's 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 what it is. Uh, I disagree because if. I'm just making this up, but like, if you're a division three, division two team who's undefeated and you you bringing value, but eyes aren't on that compared to a division one team who, like Duke, who wasn't very good, but because it's Duke, people are going to watch Duke. Well, which which part do you disagree with? I said if it's a, I said women's USA soccer mm-hmm. compared to men's USA soccer. It's more watched. They they're winning. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's more watched. Yeah, I mean, I need, it, it, I need it's to see, it's they're they're. I need. To I'm see saying the they're bringing more economic value. I'm not talking about value from like a sport perspective. A but VP. I don't, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. Know okay. If that's the I, case. Okay. I use the VP. They win more. Yeah. I I I use the VP example. Right. Let's say a woman gets hired for the same position that your VP is. They should get paid the same. If they go got hired at the same time, they should get paid the same. There, there shouldn't be any discrepancy. I'm talking when I say the value you're bringing, the return on investment that the company is getting or the organization is getting for what you're putting in or, or your value. If that's equal or greater than, then that that's how you should be compensated. 
Yeah. Now the WNBA is different. That that's my point. Like it's not. It's that's not. That's different than. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I, I don't know the numbers on like USA women's soccer compared to to men's soccer. Um, just because again, yeah, they 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 win, they win more. You know, but should Serena get more get more money than Federer? If, I don't know. If if the revenue that she's generated is equal to yes, yes yeah, yeah for sure. But again, I, I don't I don't know that on on the women's. Well, it, I, there's a ESPN documentary that talks about it. It's women's tennis actually gets more viewers than than men's uh, across the board, but. The money they get paid for winning the Grand Slams until recently was was less. That's because of sponsorship. No, it wasn't because of sponsorships. What do you mean? The tournament winnings. Okay. It's the same tournament. So you're saying the tournament winnings? If back until recently, I think with Wimbledon was the last one that I think that needs to be changed or didn't change. If you're a woman and you won Wimbledon versus a men woman Wimbledon, the man got paid more than the, than the woman. I mean, there has to be a reason for that. There wasn't a reason. It was just because back then, they it was just seen as you know, men should get paid more, and they fixed it. I mean, that okay, that yeah. is legit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's I'm, a legit reason. Again, like like we said, it's, to me, it's it's simple economics. Like more viewership. Um, if they're getting more viewership, if brands are contributing to. To, to get on those platforms because that costs money and you know that's that's a part of the the revenue generation then sure they should be making more but if if I'm Nike and I want to buy a commercial spot on the men's US I'm just making this up on the on the men's USA um, national team mm-hmm. and anta is buying a spot for the women's, then, you know, it's, Nike's a bigger brand. Right. So. Yeah, I'm not I mean, talking there's, there's about. More, there's more, I mean, there's more layers to it. So when I say equal pay, I'm talking about. Um, to the market? I'm talking about, so the, the USA uh, Federation of Soccer, whatever you want to call it, they, these people get paid salaries. They get paid, I mean, they get paid, you know, certain amount. Um, Do players get paid for playing on the USA team? Yeah. Like yeah. They have a salary for that? Yeah, yeah, or a stipend, whatever. That's what I'm talking about. The other stuff that they don't have control over necessarily, I don't, yeah, like, but as far as, like, getting paid by the U.S., mm-hmm. whatever, like, it should be equal, or even if, or if they're doing better, they should get paid more. Right. Um, but the WNBA, I wanted to bring this up. All right, NBA started in 1950. The WNBA started in 1997, right? So it's 24 years uh, that the WNBA has been around. The average WNBA salary today is is 100k. After 24 years of being around, now I get it; it's a different time, but just understand the analogy. After 24 years of the NBA being around, the average player was making thirty five thousand dollars. Why? Because they didn't have the TV, didn't have the demand. Didn't have the demand. They they weren't bringing in enough revenue. They yeah. weren't. 
So the WNBA is still a young league. No, it's right? super young. It's still a young. It took the NBA pretty much thirty years to get to the point where they could start paying people six figures, on average. And what in Magic and Bird is really what made that happen, right? So, you know, then and here's the other thing: women play like thirty games a season. Men pay, play eighty two games. Why? Because if they were to play eighty two games. They would be losing a significant amount of money. Again, there's there's other parts to to entertainment in this case sports. Like you have to keep the lights on. You have to pay the workers who work the game. You again, there's there's a lot of different layers to this. It's not like it's not just the players getting paid and you just have to worry about the players. No, like there's there's bills to this stuff. So, so if you're if you're a woman specifically and you think that it's not right you need to be you need to have you need to be a season ticket holder. Yeah. Seriously. You need to be a I bought a jersey this and I didn't buy it to be like a part of the movement. I, I like literally an ad came up. I'm like, "Yo, that jersey's tough. I bought Adrian Wilson's jersey." Those jerseys, the new jerseys are cold. Yeah, I bought one. Just cuz for fashion reasons, cold. to be honest with you. But I mean, I helped. My, I wasn't doing it just to be like, "Hey, look at me!" I, nah, I like the jersey. But if you actually want to be like that, and and your your heart is, you know what? I want to help this issue. Go to games. The more people, here's the thing: the more people that go to games, the higher ticket sales will end up being. Higher ticket sales, the more money they generate. Yeah, simple. The more you watch, here's a crazy thing. The the leading viewer of WNBA games is middle aged men. Yeah, if we had the drops, and yeah, so we have to stop. <laughs> we have to stop blaming, blaming men. Like that's what it comes down to. It's not about like when it comes to economics. Economics isn't fair. This comparison has to stop. It's it, it it's economics isn't about fair. That's what, like, this whole socialism thing is about. Uh, yeah. Everyone should get paid. Everyone, sh- it should all be equal. We should take money from fair, here, pass fair, it here. Fair is having that, the opportunity. That, that's not, economics is about what is the value that people think you're bringing to the market and how much are they willing to pay for it. That's it. Yeah. Fair is about opportunity. Um, is it fair that I had to go on the $50,000 of debt to, to go to college? No. <laughs> Was it worth it? From an ROI perspective, probably not, other than the basketball part. Guess what? I made a decision that in order for me to get to where I want to go, I need to go to college. Yeah. I'm not sitting here, you know, just frying college on on social media every day. It's, yeah, it's not fair. Been, I've been listening to my guy, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> he's a wild one. Yo, he, he's, he's a fool. But he's... Wow. he. He makes a lot of good points. He makes points. great points. I don't agree with people, everything. People but. might not want to hear. That's what it is. But when he asks women to rate themselves, I'm like, yeah, he <laughs> he's wild. Like, he be, what's your dress size? Like, how can you just how can you just ask a woman that dog when you know just by looking at her like she's probably on the bigger side. Like come on, some some girl was like, I'm a ten. He said, No, Rihanna's a ten. <laughs> Beyonce's a ten. Yeah, like Rihanna and Beyonce. 
Like he just be. Y'all thought I was bad, okay? Y'all thought I was bad. He's just brutally honest. He is being honest, and but there's a lot of validity in in what he's saying. Like, like we got to be real with ourselves, and people aren't aren't capable of doing that. Well, we're in an age where it's popular to be offended. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. It's, It's popular. Offense, being offended, is popular. Yep, and um. I've talked to you about this. Okay, I said, Where, where's your father? He said, where's your father? <laughs> where's your father? Like, you just... Hold on. <coughs> Hold on. We, got, we might have to get him on the pod, man. Nah, he would, be, he would be great. After Dark. That's an After Dark joint. He would joint. be great. Yeah, that's an After Dark. Yeah, we need to bring him. <laughs> yeah. we need... I, yo, no lie. I spent like two hours watching <laughs> So I know his whole cadence. Like, he's a fool. He, he's, a, he's a fool. He really is a fool. But yeah, he... yeah. High value man, like, these, these modern women man. <laughs> this dude, oh, this dude's gosh. different man. But yeah, it's just like it's cool to be offended, man. And um, I'm a, I'm big on accountability, man. Like really evaluate whatever the situation is. You think that's not fair? What what part did I play in it? <laughs> And he talks about this a lot, but women don't like admitting they're wrong or that it's, or that it's. Yeah, come on, Katie. Come on, come on. They don't like admitting they're wrong. It's like, no. And, and. Women are more prideful than men. Yes. I'll just say that. You can agree on that, Katie? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think, I think women are more prideful than men. Yeah, 100%. And there's just like. (laughs) Again, I, I hate going back to the Kevin Sams, but like. When you when you just watch like I encourage y'all to, to go, um, to go watch it's, especially for the woman because I think a lot of the stuff he says like it's it's for the woman and there's real value in it, um, but like if you just listen to the the back and forth that he has with these women like he'll ask a simple question and then the the woman or um, or fe- whatever we don't say female anymore right I was the woman whatever man the yeah. woman will. Like will answer with a question, and it's like, hey, like I just asked you how old you are, and they'll just they'll keep deflecting and keep deflecting, and then finally, you know, they may answer the question. It's just like, yo, you wasted twenty minutes. All you do is that. All you do is answer the question, and it, it's just hilarious, man. It's it's hilarious. One thing I did talk to them about though is, like everything that we're dealing with in this world that people are like fighting for injustice, whether it's racial, gender economically um people have done things that have gotten to this point help us get to this point right so it's not that none of the stuff is valid it's just that right now we're at the ultimate extreme right like we went from we have a problem to this is racist cancel dr seuss cancel all these things cancel this that's uh misogynist why they do that to Mr. Potato? Men, men are the problem. Blah 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 blah. I think he's just potato head. You know, capitalism is a problem. And but again, there's there's some validity. It's not that like, like people have abused things that have led to people who have been you know legit uh, uh, taken advantage of to want to speak up. I have no issue with speaking up. The double, but, the double but, standards, man. That's what that's what gets me. Yeah, the, people. People will use them to their advantage 
in their own in their own personal game. Double standards exist. They yes. just do. We yes. didn't make them, but they exist. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that that whole double standard thing. Really, I don't get it. Because, I, like you said, people use them when it when it's when it, when it benefits, benefits them. them. Yeah. And because yeah yeah trust me man trust me <laughs> yeah we, there's 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 plenty of examples um, like taking out the trash bro and taking out the trash that's <laughs> we're in a we're in a we're in a first world country too a woman right take Real. out the trash women aren't supposed to take out the trash but I don't ever see issues of, like women complaining about that one but like pay for my date. Mm. It's like the double standards. Or don't pay for my date because my I'm. Date, but I'm independent. Because, yeah, because yeah. I'm independent. But pay for my date still, though. But open the door for me. It, like, <laughs> again, Kevin. <laughs> we we be friends. <laughs> 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 but no, nah, but he, he says, like, yo, you know, he calls it modern woman. Um, and it, are we even talking? Yeah, I guess. And We're kind of on this. Topic. Yeah, he'll yeah. say like, um, you know, modern modern women want a traditional man when they're not when they're not acting traditionally. Yeah, I, I think I saw one of those discussions. It's true. Yeah. It's like, yo, like you want you want to have a traditional man, but you're not in the traditional role yourself. So, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, people got to think, man. Uh, uh, use common sense. Use common sense. Uncommon. Common sense is logic, but people... Uncommon. The thing is, like, the, a lot of these movements appeal to people's emotions, man. Like, the Black Lives Matter organization. Not the movement, the organization. If you read what they're about, a lot of it is... They, they say, like, getting rid of masculinity as a norm. Right, yeah. and and the the leader of it just bought a one point four million dollar mansion. Who is the leader? I don't know her name. The people who say BLM don't know her name either. Now I get there's a difference. Now that's part of the problem, though. There's confusion. Are you supporting yeah, the the the, the tagline? Or are you supporting the organization? The organization hasn't organization, done. Yeah. And multiple um, parents and family members of victims like Michael Brown, Tamir Rice. They even they just call they they called their bluff. They're like, yo, y'all haven't been doing nothing. Y'all haven't been doing anything. But again, read their mission statement. Literally, it's about they said something about ending the paternal like uh uh role in society. Oh, and it's if you look at if you look, look at look at the world, man. If like, you if you look at most of the issues in society, it all comes back to the family dynamic. Right, and let's call it what it is. A lot of it is there aren't men in people's lives, whether that's the man's fault or whether that's you know uh, the man got arrested, you know, and he's in jail. Whatever the case is, it stems back to there isn't a man in the house. Yep, there are very few single dads. Right, and if if there if you flip it, there would still be problems because you still need a woman in the house, like. It goes both ways, Matters. but it's like again, masculinity is, is is just on attack. When I say masculinity, I'm not talking about the the big tough, you know, 
dictator type man. type type of man you know it's just the concept of man and man's role and and yes and and women effectively not needing men and again it's a double standard because that house you built probably built by men or the house that you live in is probably built by men and you say you don't you don't need men like the infrastructure built by men i think the world wouldn't exist if it it wouldn't it would not i think that's how science works it wouldn't you need a man and a woman to... it wouldn't and and that's not me saying like we i don't i don't we don't need women for certain things men never say do. that though men have never said i don't need women men have, men have never they have never said that they have never said that. Because it's not logical. It isn't. But, like you said, emotion emotions don't don't really bring logic. Nah, man. It, it brings... They're emotions. To me, they're two separate things. Emotions and logic. Uh, they're in two different households. <laughs> but a part of it is men need to be... Take your personal responsibility. Men need to be better men too. That that is yeah. that's that's men aren't like you compare men at age seventeen and nineteen thirty five to now. I mean, men back then, you had to freaking grow up, bro. Like, to be honest with you, prosperity to me has hurt has hurt men in a way. More than more than a lot of things, right? Like, and and it's a kind of a double edged sword because you need, you know, you want to prosper, you want to get better, but like, men had to grow up back in the day. Like, you were responsible to to be a leader in your family at a young age, right? Like, the dad was grooming the the kid, the young boy, to to be able to, you know, take over in case something happens to him. Because back in the day, health issues, war, like you didn't know if your dad at age thirty five was gonna was gonna just survival. Yeah, survival in general. Yeah, yeah, man. That's so that's why, part of it. Yeah, like we why. we we got away from teaching young boys how to be men. So when trust they're out in the world, trust you know, me. the man who was the man back in the day who could lead a woman, isn't the same. It's not. It's not. That's why the the, the respect male, isn't there as much. Technology too, like. We don't have to do a lot of stuff that men had to do back then because of technology. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Like but even this is just even just like just little things, man. That same like. Tire, like that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even on the like manly masculine stuff. Just like how do like how do you how do you how should a a good man operate? Handling emotions. Yeah, like. Like is the main thing. You know how how do you. Cause, cause you think about it, you know, men typically are the, you know, considered the leaders, uh, in a family. Um, now they every are. every good man will tell you that be. without a, without their women, they wouldn't be yeah. anything. But the way it was designed is for the man to be head of the household, and it should be that way. Whether or not the woman makes more or not. It still, it still is led by the man. That's how it should be. And if, the, and again, this isn't a dictator. Especially dicta- if you're a Christian. And this isn't a dictator thing, but 
if if it was flipped, well, why don't women ask men to marry them or to be their boyfriend? Like the reality is, that's just that's just a structure. It's just, in, in but the problem is, men have abused that, and and especially in the black community, a lot of men had kids and didn't take take care of them. Yeah, no, that's it. That's we know that's a that's been and, a problem. And and that's and, and a lot of different that's why again that's why I said like men have a lot of responsibility in where things are today because they didn't a lot of we didn't do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Just why this whole now we're on the opposite end where it's where it's just like yo y'all are wild and like y'all gonna have a world full of women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this other stuff going on with, with changes to people and it's like, yo, where, like where are, where are we gonna have like y'all not gonna have a population? <laughs> the world's gonna die out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, we don't need to beat that one. It, it, I just had to bring it up, man, because it's just we all need each other. We do, we do. We, we all need each other. We also have to understand the importance of like our roles, and we we can't diminish each other's roles. Yeah, but yeah. There's nothing wrong with. I'm not out here sitting saying like, you know, I'm gonna find a way to to breastfeed my child. What? No, I can't do that. I physically can't do that. And I'm going to accept that. Yeah, there's a reason why when the baby's born, the mom doesn't work for however long, right? The, the baby physically needs you. Yeah. It doesn't physically need <laughs> me. No. Not physically in the beginning. Like no, it's going to need our, me. Yeah. But we it's just how things were, were designed. Yeah, I mean. You can't fix the like science to it. And anatomy to it, like nah, man. We all need each other, whether it's gender, racially, you know, like yeah, even economically. And that's not like from a socialist perspective, but like, guess what? Like, Katie starts her own business. Once it grows to this point, she can hire people in her family and friends. Like, they may need her. I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. that's an example. Yeah, I can. Like, we all need each other. Unity is greater than the vision. Right? Yes. Clockinapparel.com. Check that out. Um, last topic. First quarter of the year is <laughs> done, man. Special. What'd you say? The first quarter of the year is done. Like what's your grades look like? Y'all remember y'all remember the poor cards that first quarter? All O's. What them grades look like? Outstanding. <laughs> man. You ain't got no ends. <laughs> uh N was Non satisfactory. Yeah. yeah. Non satisfactory. Non satisfactory. S was satisfactory. satisfactory. G was good. And then S was <laughs> satisfactory. satisfactory. No, no, no. Uh, uh, o was outstanding. Sorry. Yeah, right. O was outstanding. O's, boy. Straight O's. Okay. That's a great question, man. Uh, how would I grade my. My first quarter of the year. I was um, just playing. You don't got to get into this. No, nah, I mean, I do want to reflect on it, though. But it's. I will say this. My beard grade is is uh, it's a U. It's unsatisfactory. <laughs> All right, it hasn't it hasn't. So yeah, U. I forgot U was the F of like fifth and sixth grade for us. It was A B C D, then U. We didn't have Fs until seventh grade. We got A's and B's in seventh grade, right? Um. So yeah, man. I mean, it's it's been it's been a, a blessed. Um, first quarter, man. A lot of new things. 
um, and I'm excited about, you know, this next quarter. Yes, sir. Yeah, same for me. You covered it. Um, just continued growth um, and continued clocking in, man. You know, it's just going to be a special year. Yep. Um, we got one more episode, um, so we're going to close that out the, the right way yep. for episode 40. So appreciate y'all being on the journey, man. It's, it's special. For and, sure. Uh, you know, we're going to continue to give y'all the content that y'all want and appreciate. So yeah, we need y'all's feedback, man. Yeah, please. We want to get better. We want to know what y'all. Hopefully, we hear. have some in person events. More to come on that, but yeah. we want to we want to do something special, you know, um, in the community. So absolutely, we'll uh, we'll keep y'all keep y'all updated, man. Absolutely, man. Just in closing, R.I.P. DMX, man. Um, yeah, look, no. what I'm not gonna do is act like I listen to his music every day, and I was a huge fan of DMX. Like a lot of people do. Stop it, yeah. please stop it. Y'all didn't really rock with DMX like that. It was, Y'all, there's a couple songs that they played at the club. You know, when I when I, when I say y'all, a lot of like 19, 20, 21 year olds. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I I sincerely feel for how he passed and in his journey. Um, but I did I listen? Is he on my playlist? No. He's not in my library. No. And, and that's okay. No, and that's all right. That's okay. No, I, I just, but don't. But but you're not acting like exactly. Like, I've talked about this with the whole Nipsey stuff. Like I was actually bothered because I. Like, yo, y'all only know Nipsey because he dates Lauren London. Like, y'all haven't listened to one thing he said, one track. Yep. And then want to be like, oh, R.I.P. Nip, I loved him as a... No, you you didn't you didn't know him. I'm not trying to see DMX mural pics from y'all. Like, come on, man. It's, just be res- it's actually disrespectful. It's, yeah, it's, it's a respect it's, thing. It's just respect. And it happened with Kobe, too. Yeah, it's just Because a lot of y'all killed Kobe when he had his, his situation. And the, now y'all want to do it because y'all want to look good to men. But any. Anyways, um, OTA clinics. Um, so we're back. We did this last summer. Um, every Sunday, four thirty to seven thirty in Reston. Um, we're gonna be doing basketball clinics. So sign up if you haven't. Um, OTAthletics.com. OTAthletics.com. It's on literally on the mug. Yeah. Uh, now it's on the mug. So um, yeah, man, the good basketball. We've got some big things coming up. Shout out to our cousin Marcus Hamilton. Did our customs for these uh, shoes we're displaying here. Um, his Instagram. Clock is, in ones. Clock in ones, man. Y-V-N-G underscore. Two of twos uh, right here. Actually, Y-V-N-G hand me underscore customs. Okay. Two Y-V-N-G twos. H-A-M-I underscore customs. Follow, follow our cousin, man. Shout out to you. Last thing, we added, added a new clock in member. Um, Allie, her IG name is at A Marie with three E's. Eight one five, so shout out to Ali. You know who that is? Nah, man. I'm be honest. I don't either. That's, she followed me, great. and I know who she is. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's. Right. I, I saw. We had some mutual followers. Um, I think she's down in Richmond area. Um, ironically, there, I think a lot of them were out in like Ashburn, where you live, uh, Andrew. So, seems like a good, you know, good girl, man. She just hit me up and was like, you know, what's this clock, clocking thing about? I need motivation to work out. Told her, hey, just tag me and tag, you know, tag uh, people, you know, you know, and. And the podcast page, and uh, you know it's, it's 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 inclusive, so anyone's welcome. So That's love right. y'all, man. Episode thirty nine. You know what I'm saying, sir. Sure. All star. We're actually playing against each other in the all star game, so oh. we might have some highlights for y'all, man. But uh, yes, sir. Might look might look like Luca versus versus Kawhi. You hear me? In the regular season or the all star game? 
Y'all, y'all have a good one, man. <laughs> Episode 39, clock in. Let's get it. Let's get it. Peace, y'all. What you want? I'm making yeah. moves, punching in. I'm on it, too. I'm in the gym. I'm in the stool. It's hunting season. Where's the food? We push each other daily. Level up. Because that's what brothers do. Clock in.